What's up, friends? Welcome to Peloton. We always work this hard because we are Peloton, and together we go far. Remember, you are not alone. I'm right there with you. Progress, not perfection. You've done the hardest part. This is Peloton. Hey, everybody. I am Tunde Oyunane, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Fitness Flipped, a Peloton Studios original. It's the show all about flipping the script on the things that we think we know when it comes to fitness. Today, we are talking habits, how we make them, how we break them, and why they are so important to our lives. All right. So we are a few months into 2022 question. I'm throwing it out there. How are those resolutions looking? Hmm. They are going that good, right? Listen, you guys, I feel you. I stopped making resolutions years ago. I, I don't know that I've ever had a successful resolution. Like if I've ever actually held on to it for the full 12 months. I think New Year's resolutions become this goal that we set. And then the second we start to fall off, we beat ourselves up for it. And then it ends up serving as perhaps more harm than actual good. Now, I am all for a lifestyle change. I think it is good for the soul. It, in many ways, is good for the body. It's something about saying... January 1st, I'm going to become this new person. And if I fall off of becoming this new person, I'm going to judge myself for it. That's the part that is a trigger for me. I remind myself that every single day I am given the opportunity to start again. It's like hitting a reset button every single time I wake up. Every day we get a chance to work on the little things that make us feel happy and healthy. For example, a 15-minute meditation. I sit there, I meditate, I do the 15-minute thing, and I am better as a result of it. Mm. Sometimes if I'm keeping it all the way real, my happiness is found in bread. I do not discriminate sourdough, rye, whole wheat. Happiness for me is oftentimes found in bread. The moral of the story is that you do not need a special holiday to commit to fitness and to yourself. You can do it however and whenever and with whoever you want. Here's what's happening on Fitness Flip today. We are talking to an expert on habits and we're talking to my boo, Peloton instructor, Cody Rigsby. Y'all ready? Our expert today is social psychologist, Wendy Wood. Wendy says that almost half of our daily actions are repeated in the same exact way, and we don't even realize that we're doing it. Wendy is a professor of psychology and business at the University of Southern California. She is the author of the book, Good Habits, Bad Habits, The Science of Making Positive Changes That Stick. We asked Wendy about how she defines habits and what she's learned about making habits, specifically those around fitness and health that actually 
stick. We throw around the term habit a lot, but habits have a specific meaning in psychology. Habits are a learning system. So when you do something repeatedly in the same context and you get some reward for it, and the reward could just be feeling good or getting your mail or whatever the reward is that you're trying to achieve, when you get that, over time, you form associations in memory between what you did in the context to get that reward. And when a habit is formed, all you have to do is be in that context and the action automatically comes to mind. It's like when you get up in the morning to make coffee, you don't stand in your kitchen saying, do I want coffee this morning? Maybe I'm not all that tired. How do I make coffee if I want it? We don't have to do any of that. We just stand there and do what we've done before in order to get a cup of coffee that we like. And that's the beauty of habit. It streamlines our decision-making so that we get the same reward this time as we got last time. Streamline our decision-making. Ah, I love that. I love that. I love streamlining so much because it takes all the doubt out of it. You're doing this thing because it's what you do. My question then is, how do I make new habits in my life that become just as seamless? So the important thing is start right from the beginning, figuring out how to alter what you're doing to make it easier to work out, to get to the gym, to work out at home, to exercise, even just walking your dog. So that's number one is make it easy. The second thing is make it fun because habits form best when you get some reward at the end. And the reward can just be that you like what you're doing because we do repeat behaviors that are rewarding. And the release of dopamine that we get when we get rewards Actually, dopamine does lots of different things. We all know it as kind of the feel-good chemical. But one of the things it does is it forms those habit connections in our brains so that habits form more readily for things that we like. So it really is a sort of it's a it's an important insight into yourself that unless you can figure out some way to make exercise, to make a healthy diet, to make sleeping enough, saving money, all of the things that we're trying to do, unless you can figure out some way to make it fun, feel proud about it, or make it into a game, you're probably not going to do it enough, no matter how important it is to you. Because that's just not how we're wired. We're wired to repeat things that are working in the sense that they're fun. Okay, so I got to say this because it's so Peloton. I work hard and my classes are very, very, very hard, but I go out and say that they are fun. So much so that like on the internet, it's like, you know, Tunday, well, I was terrorized by Tunday. I'm like, guys, you were scaring the new people away. What the pe new people don't know is that my classes are very, very challenging, yes, 
But we come back because they are wrapped in loads of fun. We keep showing up for Cody Rigsby. Why? Because laughing and working out is really, really fun. Speaking of fun, I'm going to share some fun or rather interesting facts with you. 92% of people who make fitness resolutions usually drop out after six months. 96% of Peloton members are still crushing it after a full year. I have to, in my gut, attribute that to it being this idea of a habit. Going back to what Wendy Wood said, it's a streamline of decision-making. You're showing up, you got your friends on the leaderboard, the accountability piece. It becomes this thing that you're doing versus this thing that you're chasing. Like, it just becomes of you. I have a very tactical question for Wendy Wood. How long does it actually take to cement a new habit? Because habits are a learning system, there is no easy answer, right? Because some things are just harder to learn than others. A former postdoc of mine did a wonderful study where she asked people, what simple health habit do you want to form? And people identified things like, I'd like to take a walk after dinner every night, or it'd be good for me to have a piece of fruit at lunch. Those were the kinds of simple behaviors that people were trying to integrate into their lives. And even with those simple behaviors, it took about three months on average for people to start to form a habit. Two to three months of daily repetition is a good expectation. It takes a while for the system to really pick up these context response associations so that you can repeat the behavior automatically. So it's hard to hijack the system and get it off course because habits form so slowly and incrementally over time. They require lots of repetition. Okay, fine. So it's not just fun. (laughs) We also have to do the work. It's repetition. It's repetition, repetition, repetition. It takes a lot of time to form a good habit and truly integrate it into our lifestyle. So what I'm really taking from this is to be patient with ourselves. All right. I'm so excited. This is my guy, my main boo. Hell, my only boo these days. Cody Rigsby is so much fun. He's so funny. He's so kind. He's so hardworking. The way that this man walks through the world is exactly who he is. He inspires me and so many of you every single day. Cody has lived, y'all. Actually, Cody is living, y'all. He's a Peloton instructor, a former professional dancer, and he's a Dancing with the Stars finalist. Mondays used to be so good. Bring Cody back. (laughs) Cody Rigsby, you're here, boo. I love you. How are you feeling? Hey, babes. I'm feeling great. 
We're here talking about habits and what habits mean to Cody Rigsby. So with no judgment, what is your worst habit? Oh, see, why you got to do this to me? Well, I mean, look, we are just... No, it's... I know, I know, I know. It's gross, and my worst habit is I bite my fingernails, and I hate it. I know it's so gross. Oh, I know it's so gross. I just do it unconsciously. It's like an... It's an anxious tick. Like, I just... Like, whenever I get into my head or start having, like, crazy wild thoughts, and I start to, like, play them over in my head... I unconsciously do it, and I think I've just done it since I was a little kid. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I would have never said that you were a nail-biter, but now that you are saying it, I've seen you do it. Yeah, see? You got a lot of good things going for you, babe, so I will take your your nail-chewing habit. It's totally fine. Thank you. Okay, so I want to talk about your habit journey. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Why do do I get to talk about my bad habits? I knew you were going to say that. But you get a hall pass through this experience. Okay, my worst habit, I'd Mm -hmm. say, like, when I'm cooking, I want to cook and then sit down and enjoy my meal. So, like, I'll cook, I'll destroy the kitchen, sit down, enjoy my meal, and then by the time I have a warm, full belly, I don't want to clean nothing up. And so, like, everything just, like, sits out for hours until I can muster up the strength to, like, be a decent human being and clean up my stuff. So, that's pretty bad. I think you're holding back on that response, but I'm going to let you live. If that's the if that's the response you want to give, that's the, that's it's, what we're going to no, give. I think there's bad. something a little bit more embarrassing that you're not willing to forego in this situation. I am saying that I'm messy on national podcast TV. That's pretty like I think this is part of the reason I'm still single. Okay, I don't th- I don't uh, I don't think that's it. <laughs> He's like, there's other things that are way worse. That's why you ain't got no man. Okay, moving along. I remember like a few months ago, a little while back. You told me about your morning routine and how you always drink a glass of water. And so I started drinking two cups of water. And then at the same time that I- Life-changing, right? Life-changing. Get your whole system in order when you wake. But at that same time when I started that, Cody, I said to myself, I'm not going to check my phone or my email or anything for an hour. Like, my first hour is mine. That's great. So then I actually worked up to 90 minutes where I was 90 minutes. If life needed me, I'm sorry I'm not available. And I was doing really good for some months, and then I fell off. And then now, first thing I do, I wake up, and I grab my phone. And I, like— Okay, wow, same. Honestly, yeah, I'm I'm actually struggling with that right now again, and I kind of have the same same thing— I will accredit it to just me being a lot busier. And so naturally, like, there's urgent text messages from, you know, things that I've got going on pop up on my phone. And so I feel like I have to take care of them or jump into email. And then this natural, we've been conditioned to just be on our phone. So I I feel you on that one. And that's been really challenging. So maybe we should. Should we start today? We should commit to that. Should should we recommit? We we should really recommit. Let's start with, like, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. I can commit to that starting today. Okay, let's try that. Let's try that. Wonderful. Once my 30 minutes is up, I'm going to text you and say, did you do it? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) See? All right. I love it. Cody, so I'm going to get into it in a little bit. Like, I feel like you are such a man of rituals in that any time that I have the pleasure of being in the studio at the same time as you, I swear, like, you do the same things in the same order every time. So I feel like you're a man of ritual. Uh, What are some tips that you have for sticking to your habits, sticking to these lifestyle changes that you commit to? How do you keep it good? Well, I think I'm just like someone who I always recognize that I'm at my best when I'm like in a ritual or do or have habits that I stick to. So I, I kind of consciously know that. And I'm also just someone who's like very solutions based. So sometimes those habits are part of that. And I think 
when it's good, the reason that it's good is because I'm kind of like really present and I notice the joy that even those these tasks bring into my life. Like today, I like made sure to make my bed and just like looking at the bed, like, oh, this just brings me joy. Like I love a I love a beautiful space and an organized space, which makes no sense because you would think I live with like a mattress on my floor with like beer bottles outside outside of it, you know, like just a mess, just a mess. Um, and so that made me happy. And so I just like find the joy in those sort of things. Like I love brushing my teeth before I teach a ride and there's just like nothing. It feels good to have a clean mouth, you know, like and you feel your best. And I feel like I act my best even with that little habit. So I think it's like really finding the joy in the things that feel like tasks or boxes to check. Hmm. Finding the joy and then recognizing the joy. I love that. So, Cody, it's no secret that you have a legion of fans. Like, Boo Crew is out here. They are strong. Number one, what do you notice about your fans in terms of the way that they show up, how they show up? And what does it mean to you to be a part of someone else's habit? Like, people tune in and ride with you. Some people every single day, right? Daily, weekly. What does it mean for you to be a part of their habit and their rituals? I think, I mean, it's just like such an honor. You know, we we get to do one of the coolest jobs in the world. And it's really awesome because it's also rooted in purpose, like the why. Why are we getting up? Why are we doing things? And I think, you know, my purpose, which I've kind of defined, is showing up authentically, being the best version of myself in like a really vulnerable way so that other people are inspired to do the same. And specifically within the fitness space, but also just like in their day-to-day, like as a person. So like that's what I try to root almost everything that I do, even, you know, even though like Dancing with the Stars was like a reality dancing show, like I try to infuse vulnerability in that, you know, sharing the story about my friend Oscar, sharing stories about, you know, my growing up with my mom, talking about my boyfriend, like those are things that like are rooted in authenticity and vulnerability and show other people that they can do the same in whatever they're doing. Um, so when you ask kind of like who, what, who is the boo crew? Who are, yeah. the, who are people that show up and take my class? I think it's just, you know, it, it's a diverse coalition of people who want to be their best selves that also don't take life so seriously. They want to laugh. They want to joke and they can find the levity in serious situations, even like fitness. Cause fitness I think has this like massive roadblock and uh, this challenging entry point. Cause the first thing people will say is like, Oh, it's, it's hard or it's going to suck or it's, or I, I look crazy doing it. And so I'm like, hold my hold my beer. I'll look crazy <laughs> for you, <laughs> and um, we can we can look crazy together. So that's kind of like where what I think the Buku is. And and I'm I, you know I'm just like, it was so beautiful to see the entire Peloton community show up for me on Dancing with Stars. It was just like really 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 beautiful, especially in those days that I was having like hard times. I don't think y'all understand how. Oh, the mental and emotional baggage and gymnastics that that a, wow. a reality show is. 
and you know you're getting bad ju- you're getting bad comments from the judges you're getting bad scores you accidentally read like nasty comments online and like no matter how strong you are or how confident in yourself like some of that just starts to wear down on you especially when you're tired um and so they were like my light like you know people the peloton community were like my light in those days showing me love showing up for me like every monday you know texting on the internet making sure that we got through it so it was it was really amazing to kind of like see. You know, it's so funny. Anytime that like I see a friend that I haven't seen in a while or I travel to Texas or LA where I lived forever, you know, people ask me, how's Peloton? And of course, Cody Rigsby always comes up. How's Cody Rigsby in real life? IRL, <laughs> as the younger friends say. People know you as this funny guy and you are the funniest human being I know. You're the funniest man on the planet. <laughs> and what I think the part about you that I think most people don't know, which you did show on on Dancing with the Stars, was you are so vulnerable and you are so connected to yourself and your spirit. And it shows in the way that you show up. It shows in the way that you offer advice and suggestions. I know that I've come to you in the past to lean into support. And so I, I, I feel I feel the need to say that here. It's like you are such a, a beautiful human being. You are a funny, funny, funny human. And you're so much more um, than just your jokes. I've said this before, but you guys, I attribute my career to Cody Rigsby. I call him my fairy godmother, who found me on Instagram, <laughs> dropped into my DMs, and told me to audition for this job. So I am forever grateful to you, Cody Rigsby. Well, I'm so, like, not only happy, but so proud to be part of your journey. Like, you are one of the, like, little the little nuggets that came out of the nest that I just am so, so proud of and uh, is, like, part of my legacy here. So it, it, it I, I'm proud of, of everybody that I've kind of, like, quote-unquote, discovered and trained and pushed out of the nest. And um, always me, proud like, of, climbing out of the bird's yeah, nest. Yeah, proud, so proud of you um, and everything kind of that you, you stand for and, you know, your your voice and what you're saying. So I love you, Cody. So, Cody, you, we're going we're gonna to end with a few speed questions. So this is a speed mm-hmm. round of questions. I'm going to say questions like don't think about the answer. Just spit out the first thing that comes to mind. Here we go. What's a preconceived idea you had about wellness? That it was fit into a box and that it had to look so curated and perfect. Good answer. What's a lesson that you keep learning? Lesson that I keep learning? Uh, That I have a lot of work to do? What are you leaving behind today? Mornings with social media. Yeah. How do you deal with bad body image days? Oh, that one's really hard. I, uh, I know this is supposed to be quick. But Give it to I feel us. like I need to I need to speak on this. We as like fitness instructors, and listen, we have in the Western European standard of body image, like we are very close. Well, you know, I'll speak for myself. Like I'm very close to like what might be ideal, you know. Um, and so people think like he doesn't have body Im- image issues, and he's always feeling great and confident. Like that is far from the truth, and. It, it's it's kind of almost like that's how crazy our mind is and can be or our ego can be that no matter how good we're doing or how well we're doing, we're always going to find an issue or find a problem with ourselves. And like if you root the reason, I think that's also what I love about Peloton. Like we're never talking about like the perfect body or lose six inches or lose weight or get abs. Like that is not what we're about. If you root like your journey in the way you look, you're always you're never going to be 100% happy Mm. like you just never are 
Um, wow. So in the days that I'm like very opinionated about myself or have issues with that, it's kind of it's I don't know. That's a really ch- I think because I I think I struggle with it more than than I than I give give away, and I don't have like a an easy answer, but. I think it's kind of coming back to like that that joy, like trying to find the things that you do love about yourself, like how strong you are. You know, my body shows up for me every day. Uh, it pays the bills. So like I can just try to be like grateful for that. But I think like we can even just be grateful for the small things that it does. Mm. You know, I, I, always, I always think of Oprah where she's like, if you can't think of something to be grateful for, like be grateful for the breath because like, if you didn't have this breath, girl, you would not be living. So you can just start at that foundation and think about the small little things that your body does, no matter how imperfect you think it is, you know? Thank you for being so vulnerable with that. I can hear it in your voice how close this that question is to you. Everybody has thoughts about themselves, mm-hmm. and you're, you're right. Like, if you root your journey in image, in the, the look of it, then you will forever hold on to that. I'm not saying like it's not okay to have goals, but like no. there's you have you have to have other reasons that you're doing it, or yeah. else you will punish yourself. You will continue to punish yourself and you won't yeah. let yourself out of that. Thanks, Cody. Okay, final, very last question here. What do you tell yourself when you're tempted to compare yourself to other people? Boom. Um, that I'm fierce and amazing and there's no one like me. Hey! <laughs> okay, fierce, amazing, there's no one like me. Thank you, Cody. Thanks, love. Okay, so let's review Cody's tips. Be present. And I think when we think about being present, we think like there's incense and spa music playing in the background. But Cody's present when he makes his bed. He makes his bed and then he actually takes a second to admire what he's done. And he's present in that moment. Cody finds and recognizes his joy. Like he looks for the joy and then acknowledges that it's there. I think the best way to invite additional energy in is to acknowledge that you're already receiving it. All right, so it's that time again. Time to tune in, turn on, and tap into... Tunday's final thoughts. When I'm programming my classes, whether it's an arms class, something arm related, a boot camp, or a ride, I put a lot of focus in the details because I know that for so many people, this is their routine. For so many people, this is their habit. And In order for them to stay dedicated, there has to be a proper plan. And so as the coach, that's where my hand in it comes in, creating class plans that are not only time efficient and effective, but hopefully at some point also fun so that making it become a habit feels more attainable, more desirable, like something you actually want to do. You know, it goes without saying, in order to form a new habit, we have to train our brains. And one important part of that brain training is repetition. It's repetition, it's repetition, it's repetition. 
But just like Wendy Wood and Cody reminded us, you have to make it fun. And the process of getting there, the process of it becoming something fun may be indeed just that, a process. You might try something once or twice and not feel or see or hear the fun or the joy that it sparks in you. But try it a third time and look for the moments of fun. And if you still don't find it, tweak it and make it work so that there is joy evolved in that habit so that you're more likely to come back to it. That's where the habit is stemmed from. So let's wrap up today with our weekly challenge. Do one new thing that you've always wanted to make a part of your life and do it at least three times this week. For me, I'm going to hop on the Cody Rigsby train. I'm going to wait at least 30 minutes before I hop on my phone or social media or the email or the text message response chain. After you've done so, report back to me on how your routine is going. You can find me at tune to tune day and at one Peloton hashtag fitness split. I've got another fun challenge for you. Download the Peloton app and take some fun classes on demand. And don't forget, we'll see you back here later in the week to stack on our conversation on habits with our member story. Here's a little bit of a teaser. You're going to get inspo from a community member who creates fitness habits with his family. And when I say his family, I mean the entire family, even the tediest, weeniest, youngest little member. It's a great day, y'all. Go out and be great. Fitness Lift is a production of Peloton Studios. It is produced by Amy S. Choi and Rebecca Lehrer of the Mashup Americans. Our senior producer is Sarah Pellegrini. Our development producer is Alana Levinson. And our production manager is Shelby Sandlin. Fitness Flip is sound designed by Pedro Rafael Rosado. Original music composed by Jen Kwok and Jody Shelton. Special thanks to Jen Cotter, Janie Herbert, Laura Petro, Amanda Hill, Danielle Mills, Tony Calandra, DJ John Michael, and Alexis Duncan. <laughs>